0: What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? What up though? Did you miss me? What's up citizens of Dice World? It's been so long, such a long time over a month, man. I can't lie, y'all. This past month's been crazy. A lot going on personally, professionally. But that's not an excuse, man, you know, but I'm back here though, guys. You know, I missed you so much to talk about man so much to talk about before we do just remind you you now listening to the dicey world podcast catch me on my social media platforms twitter at dicey world d-i-c-e-y w-0-r-l-d instagram diceyw dot 0 m and without further ado let's go in y'all so Lots been going on. I mean, I don't think I spoke to you guys since, like, the Super Bowl was popping off. And I had this whole big spiel about the Eagles and the Chiefs and how the Eagles, they should have won. I'm not surprised. You know, they've been the first half team the whole season. I remember games against, like, Washington, Minnesota. They had, like, 24, 21 first half points. And then bottom off the second half for like, 3.7 points. And the same thing happened in the Super Bowl. You feel what I'm saying? um, But the biggest take I got from the Super Bowl was not on the field, but what took place off the field. And I would be remiss if I didn't say that. I don't like the way the NFL is doing Eric B. Enemy, You can say what he wants. You can say that he's not an X's and O's offensive coordinator. You can say he's just a, a player manager, um, you know, ego manager. Um, you can say he's not a good interviewer. I don't care what you say. But the last two or three Super Bowl, you know, uh, champion offensive coordinators and coordinators on the losing side have gotten and received NFL head coaching jobs, including this past year. I think two of the offensive coordinators or coordinators for the Eagles, including the offensive coordinator, caught a head coaching job. But Eric Bieniemy can't catch a job. He has to downgrade and coach a Quarterback we never heard of in Washington. The Washington Commanders taking these parallel or lateral moves, man. That's not cool. But just had to get that of my system. What we're going to talk about right now, that's my little outrage. Let's talk about – we're going to talk about Chris Rock, Draymond Green, Dylan Brooks Beef, and then lastly, John Morant. So let's get into the Chris Rock, man. He had this uh, recent uh, Netflix special. Called Selective Outrage. I love the title off top. You know, um, in my life, I've definitely used the term selective, you know, anger and stuff like that. Cause people do, you know. And I I blame cancel culture though now for nowadays, man, for this contemporary just pushback. Everything's a problem, everything's getting criticized by cancel culture. It needs to be council culture. Why can't we counsel folks, man? But, you know, I look in the comment section for other than Chris Rock about anything, man. And the most people trying to cancel people in this cancel culture are 30-year-olds behind the keyboard who never experienced life. Like, come on, man. Y'all, so inundated and brainwashed by HR. Y'all like the HR generation, man. Just snitching and HRing and everything so critical and sensitive and cancel, cancel, cancel. Nah, don't cancel somebody. Counsel somebody because there's nothing new underneath the sun. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you uh, criticize and judging somebody for, I'm sure you've done the same thing in your own right. People always say apples and oranges. You know what? How about this? Apples and oranges. They, they still fruit. You feel what I'm saying? You can still make juice out of it. You can get apple juice, you can get orange juice. You feel what I'm saying? People always, oh, that's apples and orange. It's the same thing, man. It's the same thing. But anyway, yeah, people going off on Chris Rock, especially his rebuttal to Will Smith, you know, getting mad at him for, you know, the line he said about, I like seeing, uh you know, Will Smith getting beat. Uh, in the movie where I went to see Emancipation, so I can see Will Smith get beat, he called Jada a B. Um, they getting on him for the royal family and all that kind of stuff. I'm not giving things away because I'm not trying to be like a spoiler and give you a spoiler alert, I'm not going to say anything, man. But the stuff that people were critical of for Chris Rock is nonsense to me, man. Like, this dude is a comedian, you feel like you feel what I'm saying? Like, how many times. You know when Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant faced some things. When Kobe Bryant was facing a rape charge, I feel like that was the month or that was the year he was averaging like forty a game. Why? Because he had he, he had to have somewhere to go to decompress and take off, take out all of his anger and frustration frustrations and vent. You know those frustrations somewhere, and that was the basketball court. That was his sanctuary. Guess what, guys? Chris Rock is a comedian. He does comedy. And his shows, that's his sanctuary. You know what I'm saying? Like, you surprised? You, you can't even see a magic show? What you think he, he was going to say? And I'm not mad at Chris Rock. Like, this is all reactive defensive behavior. This man got emasculated and smacked up in front of millions of people. In front of millions of people for the world to watch. And, you know, I love Will Smith. Even Chris Rock says it in the special, he loves Will Smith, too. I love Will Smith. I love Chris Rock. You know, I don't condone what Will Smith did, but I understand, you know. um, For those of you not familiar with, you know, living with a black woman, whether it's your mama or your wife or sister, you know how those looks are. You know what I'm saying? Are you going to let him say that about me? Are you going to let him do that? You're not trying to go home. Even before you go home, you're not trying to have that long, quiet ride in the car, feeling like, oh, man, I might not get no food tonight. I might get beat up. I might get cut while I'm asleep. You know what I'm saying? Like, when a black woman is not happy, you're not happy. People always say, no, happy wife, happy life. I'm sure that came from a black person. You know what I'm saying? Because when a black woman is not happy, it's going to be hell in your household. It's going to be hell to you. So I understand what Chris Rock, I mean, why Will Smith did what he had to do. Did he take it overboard? Yeah. You know, Chris Rock was an easy victim. He was an easy target. And I think even Chris Rock said, you want to pick on me because, you know, you can kick my ass. So that's not selective outrage. That's selective abuse. That's selective bullying. But I said, I get it, though, man. You. you Will Smith, I I don't condone it. I wouldn't have done it. I would hollered at Chris Rock behind, you know, closed doors. Especially these two got have a history, man. But it is what it is. So now that Will Smith did what he had to do, and I understood. Now let's understand why Chris Rock did what he had to do. You got to defend yourself, bro. Like when the cobra or a rattlesnake defends itself, it's going to hiss. It's going to rattle its 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 its, 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 its tail. Snakes don't have arms. They're not going to box you. They're going to use the defensive mechanism they were born with. And guess what? Chris Rock's defensive mechanism is comedy. He's going to talk about what the hell happened, at least from his perspective. And I listened, I listened to the, the special. It wasn't all that bad, man. You know, I'm just jumping, you know, topics here. But just going back to when he talked about the royal family, all I heard was, you know, him calling out the princess like you surprised you know what i'm saying the royal family is racist like slavery came from mother england they like the ogs of racism duh but then again she be having some comments and i don't think chris rock mentioned this on the special but i've heard her say some stuff like and people just the council culture just applauding her oh you're so brave and vulnerable and i appreciate your honesty when she said oh, I didn't know racism existed. You know, I didn't know what it, and I'm paraphrasing, but she was like, I don't know what it felt like to be a black woman until I was married into the royal family. Man, it took you 30 years to realize you a black woman or to experience some some black woman racism. And we supposed to feel sorry for you in the royal family? You rich? Let me get some rich racism. You feel what I'm saying? Let me get some of that old, that nigga please and nigga go in the other room Followed by $2 million in my bank account with a $2 million allowance. Let me get that. You feel what I'm saying? But no, back to Chris Rock, though. You know what I'm saying? He just, okay, yeah, he called Jada a bitch. You know how many times, how many many brothers I know, you know what I'm saying, coming out of a divorce or talking about their baby mom? Yeah, bitch put me on the papers. That bitch got my damn nerves. I'm not condoning it. But let's not act all surprised like this kind of things, these kind of things aren't said, aren't discussed. You feel what I'm saying? We go to a bitch. Yo, yo, that bitch, that woman got his ass beat and smacked on national TV. You feel what I'm saying? He has a right to say that. You feel me? So, you know, I'm not mad. Chris Rock, he didn't say anything crazy. In my opinion, I think people are too sensitive. I think Chris Rock, per usual, was witty, was political, was smart. I liked it, you know, maybe a little too uh, candid and transparent with the, you know, the daughter uh adults, but I appreciated it. Um, I do feel like, you know, and this is so random, Draymond Green caught astray. stray. <laughs> I was like, what did Draymond Green do to you, Chris Rock? You feel what I'm saying? But speaking of Draymond... He was uh, recently in the news for responding to a comment that Memphis Grizzlies uh, guard for Dylan Brooks has said. So basically, uh, Dylan Brooks was interviewed and asked about Draymond Green recently. And I'm paraphrasing again, forgive me. But Dylan Brooks is basically saying, you know, I don't like Draymond Green. You put him on another team. He's regular. You would never hear about him. And what does he do? And it was basically, you know, dissonance skill set. And it's so funny, man. Um, I'm not the Draymond Green advocate, but I remember hearing this argument years ago I had with my homeboys. I said, listen, and I'm a Michigan Wolverine, so for me to be at the defense of a Michigan State Spartan, you know, it's whatever. But I try to be objective. I told – a couple of my homies years ago. It's like 2015, 2016. I said, man, Draymond's going to the hall of fame. He's got three rings at the time, a defensive player of the year, Olympic gold medalist. You know, he's going to the hall of fame. Now I don't say, I don't think he's a great player. Statistically, you feel what I'm saying? But it is what it is. He affects winning. He's a winning player, you know, and the trend for hall of fame voting is if you're a winner on winning teams, with a couple accolades, you're going to the hall of fame. So I saw that trending. I got this, people dissing me, da 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 da, 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 da. Oh, whatever. But now when Stephen A. Smith says it years later and other media says it, I feel like my opinion is validated. You feel what I'm saying? But you know, but one thing that the the critics or the homies said years ago that turned to be true, they was like and Dylan Brooks said this too. He said you take Draymond Green off of Golden State and put him on another team, he's nothing. They're wrong. Because guess what? He can stay on his own team and not, you know, have an impact. And I say that, you know, two or three years ago, years ago, look, 2019, 2020, when KD left, went to Brooklyn, Clay Thompson was hurt, and Steph was hurt. Draymond had the whole team to himself, you know what I'm saying? And he really didn't do anything. If anything, he took a dip statistically. But anyway, though, that's neither here nor there. Draymond has the hardware. And then uh, Dylan Brooks, you know, said what he said. So then, man, Draymond Green got on his podcast, love his podcast, too. If anything, Draymond is a smart dude, high basketball IQ, you know, intellectually on the court and off the court. He makes sense. He's logical, um, pragmatic, um, speaks very well, articulate, and usually has a lot of receipts and empirical information to back up whatever he's saying. You feel what I'm saying? So he got on his uh, podcast. You talk about a cleanup on aisle five. Yeesh. He cleaned up, you know what I'm saying, Uh, Dylan Brooks, saying stuff like, you know, you don't like me. I'm not sure if your teammates like you. Um, What's a rivalry? One team has to win over another. And, you know, you talking about Memphis is a dynasty. No, the, the dynasty starts after you, not with you. So he cleaned them up, you know. Uh, It sounded good if I was a devil's advocate, I would say, well, Draymond, you know, talking about do my teammates like me? Well, at least I'm not beating their ass or punching them. That's number one. You know what I'm saying? Um, Mm -hmm. And then the point I made about, you know, going to another team, you know, you can stay on your own team and not have that same impact without your big guns, you know, but it's all, you know, funny to me. At the end of the day, you know, you got to just concede or defer, to draymond when it comes to draymond and dylan brooks speak because draymond's the og and like i said he got all the awards and everything you know he got the bread so he can you know he paid the cost to be the boss but it's one of those things to me it's like draymond's probably ticked off because he sees dylan brooks not as a threat but as the second coming of himself and nobody likes to be compared to anybody else you know Think about it, especially when you think highly of yourself. You ever been compared to somebody in class or somebody at your job? You like look at him like, what? You think I look like this mofo? I look way better than him. Well, I'm 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 way fresher than him. I'm way flyer than him. I'm way smarter than him. I think it's one of those things, man. But undeniably, they are very similar. You know, Michael, I'm sorry, Draymond Green is the Michael Jordan of what he does. And you can say that Dylan Brooks is the Kobe Bryant of what he does. I mean, numerically, symbolically. You know, it's right there. Draymond wears number 23 like Michael Jordan and Dylan Brooks wears number 24 like Kobe. So, you know, Dylan Brooks is the Kobe Bryant to Draymond Green's Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? But speaking of Dylan Brooks and the Memphis Grizzlies, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about what happened with your boy John Morant. Everybody's going hard at John Morant, you know, and, and justifiably to a certain degree. I mean, and I think, uh, you know, what John Morant did, and we all know what he did. There's no need to rehash that, man. But it really typifies and it encapsulates, you know, this whole generation and the whole, like, tenant and, you know, I don't know, motivation for the generation. Like, these cats nowadays, like, they're self-incriminating. They self-indict themselves. You know what I'm saying? They they snitch on themselves. Like, if you go and do your dirt, do your, do your dirt on your lonely. Do it out of the public eye. I just don't get it, man. But, you know, John Morant, he's young. He's 23. You know, when I was 25, I'll never forget. I celebrated my 25th anniversary, my 25th birthday in Atlanta, Georgia. It was me, my homie uh, Jabari and my man, 50 Grand Rick, we went to Magic City. And your boy, when the clock struck 12, I got on the stage. It was dancing with the strippers. And I ain't just doing my own moves. I wasn't twerking. I was up on them. like, What's up, girl? Yeah. I was touching, feeling, dancing. Well, hey, chicks in the crowd was throwing money at me. You know what I'm saying? It was crazy. And thank God I didn't get beat up. Thank God I didn't get thrown in jail. Security was laughing. That was funny and told my ass to get off the stage, though. You feel what I'm saying? But the point was, I was 25, turning 25, two years older than John, wilding out being dumb and drunk. You know what I'm saying? And that's broke, 25-year-old me. If I can go back in time, turn 25, I'm playing for the Pistons or the Hawks. You know what I'm saying? And I'm in Magic City, and I probably got the gun. Snuck up in the club. You know what I'm saying? Who's to say? And they had, because they didn't have social media when I was 25. You feel what I'm saying? I might flash the gun too. Hey, what's up? I'm in this biatch. You know, I'm young. I'm dangerous. I'm rich. I do what the fuck I want to. That's like the energy and the vibe. And a lot of these kids, man, these athletes, you know, it's the oldest story in the world. Athletes want to be entertainers. Entertainers want to be athletes. But as we, you know, progress, um, in this time, 2023, like the lines are getting more blurry and blurrier. You feel what I'm saying? I mean, John Morant, for all intents and purposes, is the NBA's NBA's young boy. He's like an NBA young boy, Yo Gotti, and who else? Who else? I'm not forgetting NBA young boy, Yo Gotti, and little baby. Like that's the vibe I get from him. You know, John Morant came to the league. Used to be real humble. Used to have his in the arena tunnel walkthroughs, he would have NBA tech on, NBA tech suits, and uh, you know Nikes on. Now he coming through, iced out, iced out grill, drippy, just frost bit on the neck. You know, wearing designer, looking like a rapper. You feel what I'm saying? So, I really feel like he thought he was a rapper, living that rap life, and he could do what he want, man. You know, but he's got to be easy. But what I will agree with with everybody. What everybody's saying is just don't fuck up the bag, child. Don't fuck up the bag. Like you one year away from your 231 million dollar contract hitting. You just signed a contract with Nike, your first child One shoes. Coincidentally or ironically, you know, Nike left Kyrie for just posting a link, uh, you know what I'm saying, to a movie or video on his Instagram and got clipped. Clipped. Like, that boy Kyrie wearing recycled old Nikes and cover, covering up the Nike patch right now. You feel what I'm saying? And John ja Morant, it's like, all intents and purposes, Nike replaced you for Kyrie. And you out here acting a fool, dumb out. And I never did get that, man. Um, I'm sure a lot of you've seen, like, the whole uh, Eminem 8 Mile Lose Yourself remix uh, with John ja, ja Morant. And for all intents and purposes, they saying John Morant, he's not even from the hood. He from like, you know what I'm saying, a nice, a nice neighborhood. And he comes from like a two-parent household. And I don't get that. You know, I used to always have this theory. I said, you know, all the NBA greats, all of the NBA greats, you look at them, they always had a two-parent household, at least their father, um, and their In their life now lebron is the outlier that's why i give so much props to lebron because his dad wasn't in his life but like my favorite players michael jordan kobe bryant uh magic johnson and lebron like magic michael kobe they all had their fathers in their life you feel what i'm saying i don't think it's a it's not a coincidence why they're the best players of all time to me you know what i'm saying especially mike his dad was in his life. Kobe, his dad was in his life. Like I said, LeBron was the outlier. And then furthermore, you know, I was thinking like, like the cats who are really from the hood in the NBA, they're not acting a fool. I said I mentioned LeBron. LeBron comes from Ohio, Midwest, Northeast Ohio, Hood, Hood. You know what I'm saying? No father figure, no nothing. He's not acting a fool. LeBron probably got the cleanest record of any like all-star legend of all time. Look at Damian Lillard, East Bay or Oakland, from the hood. He's not out here wilding. Yeah, he a rapper. He got song songs, but he has dignity. He, know, he knows how to conduct himself, you know, image-wise. Uh, who else? Damian Lillard, it's D- Dwayne Wade from the shot, Chi, Chicago, shot Chi rack. Not acting the fool, always acting classy. So I feel like the real dudes from the hood, from the projects, they understand poverty. They understand shootouts. They understand government cheese they understand you know anything can be taken from you in the in the instant when you come from nothing you're not trying to go back to nothing what the host say they said it's hard to go from filet mignon back to hamburger hamburger beef you feel or hamburger helper you feel what i'm saying once you taste that filet mignon you ain't going back so a lot of people try and get a john rent too because i mentioned you know about the two-parent households and the fathers in the life people say oh you know, with John Morant, has his dad, and it's like, you know what, I'm not going to knock John Morant's dad, T. Morant, you know, T. Morant and Trey Young's dad. Like, these guys are my age, which is which is really scary. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow, well, I'm really old enough to have an NBA all-star in the league. And then I think, if my son was John Morant or Trey Young, I'd be the one that's acting crazy and dumb. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if it's emotional intelligence, if it's just a new generation. I don't know, man. But you know, I can't knock Team Morant. You know, uh John Morant has his shoe, the 12 a.m. that symbolizes what's done in the dark, you know, is exposed in the light. And the work that team Morant has done with John, I'm talking about endless amounts of hours of training and so forth, is exposed in the light. So you can't say he's not a hard worker, you can't say Son um, wasn't focused. Is that sometimes you get that new money when you don't come for money? You taste that money, you're gonna act a fool, man. But that's my time, guys. Let me know what you think in the comments section. You know what I'm saying? Do you agree with my my comments on you know, Ja, Draymond Green, Dylan Brooks, Chris Rock? Holla at your boy. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Subscribe to whatever is going on. Go to my website, diceyrail.com. You can catch latest pictures, exclusive pics I, that I don't have on my social media and everything like that. You feel what I'm saying? Just go to diceyworld.com or go to my YouTube page, Dicey World Podcast. Or once again, just check me out right here, guys. You know, on the Twitter, and Instagram. But that's my time. I'm Master La Vista, Pasta and Pizza. Remember, boys and girls, anything can happen in Dicey World. Y'all, y'all be safe out here in a minute base